What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's third episode of the greatest podcast on turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Today we are back with our fantasy football week three stardom sitem video podcast, however you want to call it. If you're new here, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Also, like the video. Follow us on TikTok. We upload on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. We upload on there every almost every day as well. Um, last week, our Sodom Sittings were pretty solid. Our best bets was really good. That's dropping tomorrow because we bet we had a bet about the Thursday about tomorrow night's game. So be sure to check that out. Um, real quick before we get into any Sodom Sittings, Ryan's going to tell you guys about our sponsor, Little Italy Pizzeria. They got the best cheese steaks, the best pizza in all of Delaware. Two locations. One of those being in Middletown, Delaware, the other one being in Townsend. It is a great family business, a great food, great people, great prices. Be sure to come in and check it out. Let them know that the greatest podcast on Turf sent you. They will take care of you. Show proof that you're subscribed or that you listen to us, and they will hook you up with an additional discount. To start us off, stardom quarterback this week, I'm going Matthew Stafford at the Arizona Cardinals. Is it a division game? Yes. Is the Cardinals' defense awful? Yes. Um, I think Matt Stafford's going to have another big game this week. He looked really good. I know it was against the Falcons, who don't have the greatest defense. But the offense just looked in sync. Cam Akers finally came out of his shell and started running the ball right. Tyler Higby was also heavily involved. Allen Robinson was targeted a lot, especially in the red zone. And Cooper Cup did his thing. So I think Matt Stafford's going to have another big week against the Cardinals, who are coming off a big win. The Rams got to get something going, and what better way to set the tone coming off of a slower start to the season than going and beating one of the best teams in your division. Matt Stafford is going to come out this week against the Cardinals defense that's really not good at all. He's going to have a field day. He's going to be able to throw the ball over the, all over the yard, whether it's Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Tyler Higbee, and the Rams are going to have a big game. They're going to put up a lot of points against the Cardinals defense. It's not very good. So if you have Matt Stafford this week, without a doubt in my mind, would I start him? Uh, my stardom quarterback this week, and this guy was a major disappointment to me last week, cost me my week in fantasy, forced me to go out there and buy a quarterback for probably way too much, um, but I did it yeah. anyway, because who gives a Hoover damn? Kirk Cousins. He did shit against the Eagles, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, but that man just can't do prime time. I should have knew better. I just wanted 15 points, and I didn't get it. He didn't Fine. score 15 points. He like 11. <laughs> um... <laughs> But Kirk Cousins is bouncing back this week against the Lions. I'm pretty sure he's at home against the Lions. That means it's at 1 o'clock, so nobody's going to be watching, so he's fine. It's in the Dome. He's also fine there. I think the team bounces back. Uh, Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook should have a bounce back week because they just got embarrassed by the Eagles. And even if they do lose to the Lions, I don't see this being a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game either way, win or lose. I personally think the Vikings take it home. And I just, I just don't see Kirk Cousins. I'm putting up 20 points in fantasy. Now, him being a stardom doesn't mean he's over Lamar Jackson. But I'm saying, you know, if a daily fantasy team and Kirk Cousins is cheap, I'm not sure his price on DraftKings because I think you need to be 21 in Delaware. Um, but if I play DraftKings. Whatever. They didn't let me. Um, Kirk Cousins, though, if he's cheap on there, go ahead and grab him. Yeah. Moving on to sit him quarterback this week, there's a lot of different guys we could have gone with. I mean, just throwing a guy there, Tua, against Buffalo. Buffalo's defense has been lights out through two weeks. But um, now my sit him quarterback this week, I went with Aaron Rodgers. Tampa Bay's defense looked really good last week. They stepped up when the offense really couldn't get going. And Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he don't really have any weapons to throw to. I didn't watch the game Sunday night, so I don't really know how good or how bad he did, but it was the Bears. Tampa's defense, they know how to play against Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is worse than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's going to go outperform him, and Aaron Rodgers is going to get shut down 
by the Bucks defense this week. They're only going to be able to run the ball against them, and that's if they can get a run game going. So you go sit Aaron Rodgers this week. I'd rather start a Matt Stafford over Aaron Rodgers. A lot of guys this week I'd start over Rodgers. So go ahead and sit Aaron Rodgers this week, and then you'll come back to the comments of this video Monday, and you'll say, thank you, Anthony. You were right about sitting Aaron Rodgers this week. Piggybacking off of that, I'm also sitting the greatest quarterback of all time this week, Tom Brady, Brady against the Packers. Um, I took the under in this game. It's 41 points. It's one of the lowest unders of the week. Vegas is usually right, and if they're right about 41 points, I don't think you want the starting quarterback on either of these teams. Yeah. Both of these teams' identity this year, in my opinion, is going to be through the running backs. Tom Brady's going to hand them off to Leonard Fournette a million times a game, which is why you should have a shot white just holding them. Uh, and the Packers, they're going to give the ball to Aaron Jones at the line of scrimmage and A.J. Dillon behind the line and of scrimmage. A.J. Dillon had 21 carries last week. Yeah, and they're still got outperformed by A.J. Dillon, so that just shows how the Packers' Aaron offense Jones. is going to go. Third, what did I say? He, you said A.J. Dillon got outperformed by A.J. Dillon. Oh. Um, by Aaron Jones. Um, but yeah, the Tom Brady or the Buccaneers this week, they're going to be without Chris Godwin, most likely. Uh, Mike Evans, definitely. Julio Jones was even banged up last week. So I don't think I want Tom Brady passing the ball to God knows who, Russell Gage and Julio, maybe. Julio Jones will be a start that I will mention later because he's the only guy there. But that doesn't mean to start Tom Brady this week. No. It's a nasty game. The Packers have a pretty good defense. Um, I'd rather stream a quarterback like a Kirk Cousins if he's out there. Uh, probably there's probably a couple other options that I'm just not thinking of off the top of my on top of my head. But Davis Longneck Mills against Chicago sucks. No, um, interesting. Uh, but huh. sit Tom Brady this week. Yeah. Um, moving on to start and running backs. We guys still got to find a second one. I just realized. But my first, he was a start him last week and he. Had about 90 yards from scrimmage and was heavily involved in the passing game as well. Miles Sanders from the Philadelphia Eagles. Washington has gotten ran all over the past two weeks. Week one by the Jags. And Detroit absolutely ran all over them last week. I mean, DeAndre Swift had a great day. Jamal Williams had a great day. Miles Sanders, he seems to, as much as the Eagles spread the ball to their other running backs, he is their main running back. He gets probably the most touches. Yeah, Kenneth Gainwell had a big pass, but he also had a bad drop that cost him an interception. Miles Sanders is the feature back in Philly right now, which is good, going up against a Washington team that has been very bad against the run and that hasn't really – a Washington defense especially that hasn't looked good all year really. So, I mean, I'm starting Miles Sanders this week in the leagues I have him in, and you should too. Uh, my stardom running back this week, it is Damian Pierce going up against the Bears. Uh, for simple reasons, couple reasons. Uh, the Bears won. They got destroyed by Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon last week. I know that Damian Pierce is not Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon, but I think he can still put a pretty good value in Daily Fantasy or your flex spot or your RB2, depending on how your team is constructed. The other reason being, Damian Pierce got a pretty good amount of touches last week against the Broncos, uh, and I think that there's just a matter of time before it's like the Damian Pierce game and where we finally see the guy that we drafted, and I think it's going to be this week against the Bears. The Bears have a pretty good defense. Uh, but it's the running game is what they're kind of weak against. Uh, so I think Damian Pierce, he's going to get his touches, and I think this is the game where we're finally like, I'm glad I drafted Damian Pierce in the 8th, ninth, or 10th round yeah. because this is finally where he's going to give me you know, RB2 value. Like I said, it's, it's not going to be a weak-winning Damian Pierce week. I don't think that will ever happen. But I think he gives you solid numbers against the Bears. Yeah, and I'm really struggling to come up with another um, starter running back here, honestly. So uh, anybody else you had in mind besides your other guy? Yeah, Jeff Wilson against Denver. I was um, thinking about that. Like, Jeff Wilson got a pretty good amount of touches last week. I think he had like 87 rushing yards, and I think he only had like one or two catches. Jeff Wilson isn't going to catch a lot of passes. But I was not high on Jeff Wilson when he was coming out uh, the waiver wire. 
because of the fact that Trey Lance and Debo Samuel were the running backs. Now yeah, everything has changed. Now yeah. Jimmy G is back, which means Debo is back, which means the running backs are back. Uh, I think the offense is better with Jimmy G. I think Jeff Wilson gets better touches. Denver's not that good against the run, in my opinion. So Jeff Wilson, I think, has a pretty good day. Like I said, don't start him over Kamara. But, you know, if you have a weak flex spot, Jeff Wilson, I'm fine with throwing him in there. Yeah, um, and another guy who my other starting running back this week. I have a couple Falcons on my starting list, unfortunately. Cordero Patterson. The Seahawks got ran all over last week, like Ryan said, by Jeff Wilson. And the Falcons are going to come out here, win this game in Seattle. They're going to put up a lot of points while doing it, and their offense is finally going to click. Their offense really hasn't looked bad. Cordero Patterson has kind of picked up where he left off last year, just not as explosive, not making as much noise. But now Cordero Patterson's a solid start this week, especially like the flex upside. I doubt he's out there on your waivers, but if you're thin on running backs this week because like a lot of guys have bad matchups, go ahead and start Cordero Patterson this week, and I'm not blaming you. Um, jumping over to the sit on running back side, Travis Etienne versus, I wrote the Jaguars. He is a Jaguar. So against the Chargers. Against the Chargers. <laughs> I'm not sure why I did that. Um, <laughs> but going up against the Chargers for, first of all, it is a negative game script, which might somewhat benefit Etienne if he's catching a lot of passes. But in my opinion, I think it could very well be a blowout. James Robinson is getting more work than Travis. He's getting the touchdowns over Travis. Travis just hasn't really done good so far this season. It Glad could pick up later. Glad, yeah, good, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't see. I wouldn't start him this week. I would wait until we might see some flashes out of him, until he gets a little bit better out of the receiving game. But until then, I'm sitting Travis at the end, especially against a team like the Chargers, who it's yeah. it's probably going to be a blowout. Yeah, no, ETN was a guy who I liked sitting this week. He was a mutual sit that Ryan and I had. He got out-touched by James Robinson 25-12 to last week. That's never a good sign. So go ahead and sit ETN. I'm sitting Chase Edmonds this week. He cost me my week last week. He sucked. He got out-touched by Raheem Mostert for some reason in a game where they were throwing the ball a lot. I mean, granted, the receivers had fucking freaking record-breaking fantasy days. Yeah. But the fact that Chase Edmonds didn't see the field a lot, the fact that Raheem Mostert saw the field a lot more than him, scares me away from Chase Edmonds. I'm glad. Tra- I think, did I just trade him to you this morning? Yeah. Yeah. I got rid of Chase Edmonds. I sold low on him. I had to bite the bullet. And there, he's playing a Buffalo Bills defense that has shut down Everybody. the Rams running backs week one, and they shut down Derrick Henry last night as we're recording this. So you're going to sit Chase Edmonds this week until further notice, until he can firmly establish himself as the RB1. Which, with Raheem Mostert looking as good as he did on Sunday, and the fact that he saw the field a lot more than Chase Edmonds scares me. So it probably won't happen for a while. So you're sitting Chase Edmonds this week against the Buffalo Bills. Jumping to the wide receivers. Star- I don't sit running back. Oh, yeah, so do I. <laughs> Antonio Gibson versus the Eagles. Um, I've been on the Antonio Gibson hate train, hate train for a while. <laughs> and I also think you should pick up Brian Robinson if he's out there because he might end up taking a job. I he heard he's like back at practice and looking good. Huh? He's not available in any of my leagues. I look. Like I think I have him in two there. or three of them. Um, you do. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Antonio Gibson versus the Eagles, I don't love it. The Eagles just clamped Dalvin Cook and Madison. Eagles look like a really good football team. Uh, I want yeah, no parts of – I don't know. This might be an ugly game. I definitely don't want any parts of the running backs. Um, no. If you have like a Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel, I don't blame you because of how well they've been producing. 20 points each game, you kind of have to unless yeah. you have much better options. But Antonio Gibson, I just don't see it against the Eagles. Uh, it's Carson Wentz coming back to Philly. Uh, it's in Washington, I thought. 
Is it in Washington? Yeah, it is in Washington. They were talking about going to... They were talking about going to later season. That's fair. Uh, It's in Washington, so that should help them out a little bit, but... I don't think Carson Wentz revenge game against Philly is something no. that you want to be a part of. fucking Lulee. No. <laughs> no, I don't. My I second don't. set of running back this week, Clyde Ortelier at the Colts. I do think the Chiefs win this game big, but I think last week was a fluke. He, re- he only had eight rushes, and he had and two of them were really big runs. So outside of the – he only had eight rushes. He was heavily involved in the passing game, but that was because they kind of had to because the Chargers DBs are really good. The Colts' defense has been poverty this year. Yes, I know. But they've been pretty solid against the run. So I'm sitting Clyde Ortelera this week. I think last week's game was a fluke. He really, again, he only had eight rushes. Two of them were really big runs, and he didn't do much after after that. And I do think that the Chiefs are going to be able to throw the ball all over the Colts' DBs and not really have to rely on Clyde Ortelera in the passing game so much. So I'm sitting Clyde Ortelera this week at the Colts. Now finally jumping over to the receiver section. Uh, my first start on my receiver this week is Garrett Wilson going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm picking up Garrett Wilson where he's available. I'm already getting him. I have the number one priority, so he's nice. on my squad. Um, going up against Cincy, I Cincy just allowed Noah Brown to have a pretty good day against him. Cincy also allowed CeeDee Lamb to have a pretty decent day against him. So I like Garrett Wilson, especially with Joe Flacco under center. When Zach Wilson comes back, you might want to you know think about sending Garrett Wilson for a couple weeks just to see how it plays out. But Garrett Wilson's usage has gone up and up, and he yeah. has the first-round pedigree, and he looks like a monster. So start Garrett Wilson if you got him. Living up to that first-round pick hype. Yep. All first-round picks have been kind of studs. Yeah, I mean, Hutchinson had, what, three sacks? Yeah. I mean, like, offense-wise, like oh, yeah. London. Burks is even Burks has been showing flashes. Yeah. I think Burks, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, Olave's been doing decent. Yeah, he's been putting up what nine and twelve points. I think the past two weeks. I mean, that ain't terrible. Yeah, it's just a That's matter of time. He did have a fumble, like a dummy, but yeah, he did. My first start on my receiver this week: Gabriel Davis at the Miami Dolphins. We all saw Stephon Diggs last night have the game of his life. The game of his life. I mean, he had, what four touchdowns? I think that the Dolphins are going to be able to key on Stephon Diggs a little bit more. Just because they do have solid corners and Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, which is going to open up the field a lot more for Gabe Davis. I mean, Josh Allen's not a guy to force the ball to his receiver one. He's not afraid to spread the ball around. We've seen Isaiah McKenzie involved. Dawson Knox was heavily involved last night. And I think Gabe Davis, he didn't play last night. Last night we're recording it, so it'll be two nights to go tomorrow. But he didn't play against the Titans. I think he's due for a bounce-back game against Miami this week, who kind of got thrown all over. But, I mean, Mark Andrews had a great day. Duvernay had a good day before he got injured. Rashad Bateman had a good day. So, I mean, I want all parts of this Buffalo Bills offense. I don't care who they're going against. This is probably the most high-powered offense in the NFL. So, I want all parts of it. So, I'm starting Gabe Davis this week in the leagues that I have him in. Uh, next start, wide receiver this week, it is Julio Jones going up against the Packers. This is kind of like a lower-level guy. I'd much rather have Garrett Wilson starting. But there is a chance Julio Jones is the only healthy receiver going up against the Buccaneers aside with Russell, Russell Gage. And I'm not worried about Russell Gage. Julio no. Jones looked himself week one. He missed week two like Julio Jones and himself. Missing yeah. practice. It's prime <laughs> Julio. He's back. Um, going up against the Packers, it's a tough task. It's a tough defense. But as a straight volume perspective, I think Julio Jones can have a good week this week. Yeah, and I'm another guy who I'm starting this week again. An Atlanta Falcon, Drake London. Again, he's lived up to his top five pick hype. Marcus Mariota has been targeting him a lot. I think he's got 22 targets through the first two games. And he's been producing. I mean, he's been catching touchdowns. He's been getting involved heavy in the passing game. They're, Marcus Mariota is not afraid to throw to him. And they're going up against the Seattle de- back, defensive backcourt that really hasn't looked all that good. 
I mean, yeah, they made a couple plays against the Niners down the stretch, but I think that the Falcons as a whole entire offense really have looked good. I mean, better than the record show. They came all the way back against the Rams last week. They hung in there week one with the Saints. I mean, that's against two pretty good defenses. So I can see Drake London having a very big game against the Seattle Seahawks this week. So I'm starting him. Uh, sit him, sit him wide receivers. Uh, my first one it is Brandon Cooks going up against the Bears. I feel like there was a lot this week. First one is Brandon Cooks against the Bears. The Bears allow 18.5 points per game. That's something that I don't really want to be a part of. I, I, I don't see this being a high-scoring football game. Uh, I like the Bears secondary personally. Brandon Cooks is just not a luxury start for me. Uh, I don't think he's going to score a touchdown. He has to score a touchdown for him to be like a good start, in my opinion. You'd never be excited starting Brandon Cooks because of the fact that he won't score touchdowns, because of the fact that he is a Texan. Uh, so going up against the Bears doesn't excite me either. I'm sitting Brandon Cooks this week. Yeah, um, I'm sitting DJ Moore this week. DJ Moore was one of my fantasy guys, but the Panthers have been extremely disappointing to me. We all saw, I know that the Bucks really didn't have much going in the receiving game last week, but the Saints defensive backs have looked solid. I mean, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's looked himself. Marcus, Marshawn Lattimore's looked himself. Marcus May has looked good. He's been making plays. So, I mean, and I just can't. I mean, I thought DJ Moore was going to have a breakout game last week. He really only had a touchdown. If you start DJ Moore this week, you got to hope he catches another touchdown because if not, I think it's going to be a long day for him. I don't know what's going on in Carolina with the offense. On paper, they should be good. The offensive line and coaching is holding them back a lot. So, I mean, right now, this week, especially at the New Orleans Saints, who are at home coming off the tough loss, I think their defense is going to be playing pissed off. So, I mean, I'm sitting DJ Moore this week. I am also sitting Juju Smith-Schuster against the Colts this week. Uh, The Chiefs, they're probably going to do a new wide receiver every single week. Travis Kelsey is definitely going to be the main guy. I Uh, hope so. Clydesdale is even scoring touchdowns. Everybody on the Chiefs is scoring touchdowns, and I don't want any part of Juju Smith-Schuster. A lot of people are saying he was going to be this year's Cooper Cup. Instead, it's Amara St. Brown, and Juju sucks. Uh, Juju might have just stopped caring about football. I don't know what, what happened to Juju, but until he starts producing... I want no parts of him. I didn't draft him anywhere. Nope. I'm glad I didn't. Sit him against the Colts who got Gilmore and Kenny Moore. Uh, that rhymed, I guess. Gilmore uh, and Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, the Colts, they look like shit. But so is Juju. So I, I, I know you can find a better start wide receiver this week. Probably any rookie, or at least the main two, London and Wilson, I'd much yeah. rather have than Juju Smith-Schuster. And there's probably a lot. I'd rather have Curtis Samuel this week than Juju. So That's fair. All those guys. And the final guy who I'm sitting this week, Marquise Brown at home versus the Rams. Marquise Brown has been very, very disappointing to say the least. He's been drawing cornerback one attention because they really know that he's really the only guy. guy. <laughs> I mean, especially with James Conner hurting his ankle. And the fact that this is already a negative game script, game script for the Cardinals. Yeah, I guess the upside's there. But he's going to be drawing matchups from Jalen Ramsey. Kyler really hasn't been looking for him all that much. He's been looking for Greg Dorch, Zach Ertz. I mean, he's been looking for A.J. Green. Hollywood Brown has been drawing cornerback one matchups, and he's been fairly disappointing and kind of touchdown dependent through the past for through the first two weeks of the season. So I'm sitting Marquise Brown this week, and yeah, he may go out and catch a touchdown. But, I mean, there's a lot of guys who I'd rather start over him. Just some throwing out some guys, Drake London, Gabe Davis. Jahan Dotson, even I'd like to start over Hollywood Brown this week. So I'm sitting Hollywood Brown this week against the Rams. He's been drawing cornerback one matchups, and the Rams are going to be able to game plan for him. Um, 
I'll throw out a couple tight ends. Stardom tight end, you could start. Pat Frymuth, probably. Tyler Higby. I wouldn't hate if you started Kyle Pitts this week. I know I'm really <sighs> buying in on the Falcons, but I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you don't. Um, Cheap defense stardom, if you want. The Falcons, they've actually looked pretty good. Now they're going up against the Seahawks, so that's a, yeah. it's a pretty decent... Uh, defense because it is kind of a rough week to stream defenses this week. I was going to say defensive matchups are so bad this week. I have the Niners defense in two leagues against the Broncos. I think I put it in one league for like the Texans defense. Yeah. I, I mean, they haven't, the Texans defense hasn't looked bad. No. I, I mean, they really haven't. I mean, Derek Stingley's will pick a stud and Lovey Smith is really doing his thing with this team. And this week, all the good teams play good teams and all the bad teams play bad teams, it feels like. So, yeah. Like I said, Falcons is a decent one. He likes the Texans, so yeah. just a couple of people to throw out. Yeah, another stardom tight end, Gerald Everett. Jags haven't really been good Every against, week. J- Jags haven't been good against tight ends this year. Gerald Everett's an every week starter. That's why I traded Kittle instead of Gerald Everett. Thank you guys for watching. If you guys have any stardom sit comments, be sure to go ahead and drop them in the comments. We appreciate them. We will reply to you. Like, subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you guys in tomorrow's Best Bets episode. See you. Peace.